Well, we're going to be talking about all things vehicles, autos, electric vehicles continue to make some big changes in the U.S. auto industry. Ford, General Motors, both making some big bets on the technology going forward, right? So our panel is here, our experts. Carl is with us. Carl Brower, executive analyst at iccars.com, and Tyson Jomini, VP, data and analytics at JT Power. Thank you both for being with us. So Tyson, I'll start with you. What are some of the trends, before I get to GM in particular, what are some of the very key trends, naming some names of these companies that are very evident and likely to continue? Well, thanks for having me back, Nicole. Um, obviously, the, the truck SUV trend continues to, to pick up speed uh, here in the U.S. auto industry and globally. Um, so, of course, General Motors and, and Ford uh, um, and the new Stellantis um, are also going to be some of the, the biggest movers in the, the truck and SUV space. But you know what? Everybody has trucks now. Everybody has SUVs. Uh, outside of that, we're seeing some pretty big constraints on, on inventory. Uh, this, this global chip shortage that you may have heard about is really going to impact a lot of automakers here coming up. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest stories here in, in 21 as we begin our recovery from co coronavirus. Mm, yeah, you make a great point with that, Tyson. Carl, we heard that from Ford. I don't think a lot of people were surprised to hear that the chip shortage is slowing things down. Do you think that we might hear something similar from GM? What are you thinking about the company's earnings report for tomorrow? I think they're going to do as well or better than uh, analysts are predicting. They had a lot of things going their way, whether it's the sale of trucks and SUVs, as, as uh, we just heard, and also um, the, re the return of lease vehicles. You know, the, the used vehicle prices are way up. So when you're GM Financial getting a bunch of leases coming back, that's not a bad thing for you at all. Uh, and, you know, they were up 4.8% in Q4 versus the previous year. So they're down 11.8 for the entire year, but they were already up again, you know, in Q4. So the recovery is coming. Uh, the concern is a shortage of vehicle production capability going forward because of this chip shortage. And that is a bit of a worry here, but we know fleet demand is starting to come back, which is where all the automakers took a big hit in 2020. And we know consumer demand remains relatively high, especially for these high profit vehicles. So overall, it should be pretty good for GM, but the future with the chip shortage is kind of the big question mark. Yeah, you know what else I wanted to ask you about, Carl, as we talk about GM and uh, their plans that they'll sell only zero emissions vehicles by the year 2035. When you talk about GM, Carl, I'll give you first dibs on this one. What do you think about that? And do you think other companies can follow suit and provide and actually perform and provide that? Well, anytime you make a statement about 14 years in the future, I, I feel like you maybe are, are, are making an aspirational statement, but one that uh, nobody should be betting the farm or anything else on at this point. Uh, I, I think it's possible for them and other automakers and for entire countries and states to do that in another 15 years, but I don't think it's necessarily likely. Uh, there's a lot of things that have to come into place. It's not just you know, the consumer demand, which is a big question mark, it's infrastructure, it's battery supply, and rare earth materials. Uh, there are a lot of things that need to happen before we can go entirely off the internal combustion engine, or even individual automakers or states or countries can go com entirely off the internal mm -hmm. combustion engine. Mm -hmm. It could happen, and it might happen, but right. I, if yeah. you were asking me percentage chances, I'd say it's below 50% right now. Yeah, I don't, you know what, below 50%. And I like the 14 years out. I mean, you, you guys certainly got some wiggle room to change it up, right? Um, I think, right, Tyson, over at J.D. Power, you really compile some great data. How 
when we talk about electric vehicles, right, Teslas are the first thing that comes to mind, but you have everything else, right? GM is getting involved, all these other automakers, even Apple. What do you see? Where, what's the penetration? How fast does this all happen? And what companies lead the way? And does Apple get involved? Yeah, um, so last year, EVs ended about 2% of, of industry, a little bit below that. Uh, here in January, we're actually seeing them over 2%. Um, but you know what's really driving things forward on the electrified space or just traditional uh, hybrids? Um, your, your sort of Prius technology is really driving things forward. Uh, in January, we saw that electrified vehicles, which would be hybrids and anything with a plug, is almost hitting 8%. Uh, and so it feels like we are very quickly electrifying. It's just that the EV side in the U.S. is a little bit slower. Um, we do see a lot of announcements of companies like Apple, like, like others eyeing the space and wanting to get in. It remains to be seen whether they're going to do that or not. It sounds like their, their deal with, a, with Hyundai or Kia may be falling apart. Not quite sure. Um, so but we do continue to watch that. And there's going to be a lot of investment in this area to come. What, did you say the Apple plan may be falling apart? I didn't quite hear you right there. Is that what you said? Yeah, it was announced this this week that the, the deal with Hyundai or Kia to produce the vehicle seems like it's right. falling apart. So it, it may not come to fruition ah. with them, but Apple still may, right. may come to market. Okay. Yeah, because they had talked about using their, their facility to produce a car 2024 and beyond. Um, quick thought on the electricity that we will need. Um, either one of you can comment on this because, you know, we always worried about energy. Did we have enough energy now? Is, are we going to have enough electricity? Yeah, absolutely. It, um, that's a big move. question. Yeah, go right? ahead, Carl. Tyson, I, I mean, you know, I, I think we'd all like to think that the energy situation will be solved by the time we want, why we, by the time we have the production capacity to produce all of these electric cars, um, but you know we'd like clean energy to work. That's had its challenges in the past, as we know. We've got a state like California that has rolling blackouts when they've got you know around five percent within this state of EVs. It's higher than the nation. It's five percent versus two percent here, but we're still getting rolling blackouts right now. And if we go to one hundred percent EVs, what's that going to look like? So um, right. I, again, I think yeah. there's a lot of challenges that go way beyond mechanics of the car or even the market demand. Sure, you're right, Carl. Tyson, tell me about Tesla. Is Tesla still it? And you can give a thought on the electricity supply. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, I know you're an outdoor enthusiast, Nicole, um, that, you know, the, the auto industry is sort of like a, a, a raging river of, of white water and, and everyone's sort of standing on the sideline right now with their paddle. Well, GM said, you know, we're going to get in in that river. You know, they see Tesla going by in a a one-person uh, kayak, and it, it looks awesome, and they're having fun. But the industry is sort of on, on the banks. Uh, GM said, we're going to get our paddle. We're going to go in. But to make this a success, we're going to need customers to come along. We're going to need the, the regulators and the infrastructure to come along on this trip, too. So you know, getting the electri electricity grid ready for this environment is, is certainly um, a big part of, of what's to come. Right. Yeah. And you're right. I am an outdoor enthusiast. What am I doing sitting indoors today? Just kidding. All right. Thank you guys so much. Always great to have our chats. I really appreciate it, Carl and Tyson. Thank you. Carl Brower, Chief Executive Analyst at iccars.com, and Tyson Jominy, VP Data and Analytics at JD Power.